and that lets you save Look here. True form life. Green look on Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. All right, welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. As always, as you've heard, I'm your host, Drew Tadia. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. We're back week after week, whether you're listening across the nation on terrestrial radio or as a podcast around the world, we certainly wouldn't be here without you. Today, we're talking about production, time management, being more efficient and more productive. I couldn't be more excited to bring on Rati Gorvin. I hope I'm saying that right, but Rati was an absolute pleasure. I can't say enough about this interview. It's so, I want to say gratifying, but it's so wonderful to sit across and have a conversation where both sides are just feeling it, just firing on both ends. And this was one of those interviews. There's so much great information here. Briefly here, Rati, for 20 years, has coached independent creative professionals such as writers, artists, healers, and entrepreneurs who are scattered and overwhelmed. Her coaching enables her clients to spend time grabbing the focus of others so they can profit from their passion instead of treating it like a hobby because they're always pulled in 50 directions. And it doesn't matter if you're a parent, if you're a, a single couple in a relationship, a professional or an entrepreneur. I felt like I could resonate with this interview in a lot of different ways. And I so much appreciate Rati coming on and sharing this information with us. Because again, we're all in this situation at some level. There's going to come a time where we have to prioritize without a question. If that's not you now, it's going to be you at some point in time. Because all these little things that take up all the time in our day and relate to no production at all sooner or later we have to put to an end to it realize our goals break it down prioritize and work towards them and that's all there is to it and i think it's a great time for all of us to start this and work progressively towards the goals and dreams that we're want, that we're made to do that's what we were brought here to do so i know this this show is going to help you out so sit back and enjoy we got all that coming up on this is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, welcome back to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. You heard all about Rati in the introduction. We have her with us right now. Welcome to the show, Rati. Thank you, Drew. I'm delighted to be here. It's our pleasure. I think... All of us could use some help with some time management, organization, accountability. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. All <laughs> of that. There's yeah. so much going on in our lives and everyone's lives, whether we're parents, business owners, even kids nowadays. My gosh, it never really ends. Rati, tell us about yourself. Give us a chance to learn about your background before we get into some tips here. Okay, delighted. Uh, yes, well, we're talking about time management and, and basically what we're talking about are systems that hold us. And I will tell you briefly, I did not come from a family that had those. 
Uh, I came from a family where there was a lot of PTSD out of World War II. My father was a Purple Heart Marine. My mother was a Jew in Normandy passing for a Catholic, living literally in the same house with, house with Nazis for four years. So there was a lot of denial, a lot of crazy. And at 17, I left home and never looked back because I had to, not because I was ready to. And somehow, instinctively, I knew I had to figure out a way to live my life, especially since I had this rescue fantasy of being a famous actress, solving all my problems. And it's so funny because I relate to you, Drew, and your journey of being passionate about baseball and then finding that life had other plans and that that baseball was a setup for your true purpose. That's really how I experienced my life. Acting was a setup for what I am supposed to be doing now, which is helping creative professionals and entrepreneurs uh, use their strengths and resources to develop structures and systems that will allow them to follow through and finish projects so they can build a career and get paid for doing what they love. Why is it so, so challenging for us to find our passion to follow and then systems to get into so we can be more productive? Well, I think because, you know, the world is just starting to catch on that we all have different ways of learning and, and different, uh, you know, processing. You know, for instance, I'm a verbal processor, which literally means I think out loud, right? Some people are kinesthetic learners. So that kid in the class who always was moving in his seat and talking to his friends, he was the bad boy or the bad girl. Frankly, that kid needed what actually, thank goodness, in some schools they allow kids to have, which are fidgets. They needed to get up and move. They needed to have something in their hands. They needed to chew gum during tests. You weren't allowed to chew gum in school. <laughs> no, we weren't. No, but and they were denying people of their innate brain wiring in order to learn. What are, the, what are some other ways? I know there's like visual learners, like I'm a visual, That's I right. need to see it. Some people need right. to do it. That certainly helps. That's right. That's kinesthetic. Yeah. Visual learners are not, for me, I think a visual learner is someone who doesn't do too well with everything hidden in a file cabinet. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> me too. I need to see it. <laughs> that's right. It doesn't exist otherwise, right? So visual learners, uh, you know, nobody's purely one uh you know style or another we're all a combination but usually there is one mode of processing that is strong for us um i i work with a lot of people with adhd and they all have a different strength and for a lot of my clients they love mind maps which are very visual and you can get all the different areas of your life right out in front of you, for instance, on a big spreadsheet on the wall or perhaps on your computer screen. And you so, so we got verbal, we got, uh, well, oral and, and verbal are very similar. I, as an actress, I could not learn my lines by just sitting there reading the script. I'd read it over and over and I just couldn't. So I would put all my cues on uh, an audio tape. And then uh, I would leave, uh, you know, air, blank space for the length of the line, which I would say in my head. And then I would say the line so that I could do the dishes because I'm also very kinesthetic. I could listen to the cue tape, say the line and then hear the correct line. That's how I learned scripts. You know, what? I had to use that strength. 
I want to just ask you a question here, slightly off topic. Sure. Sometimes I'm watching TV or a movie, and I see sure. these long, like these actors have these long scripts of maybe, I don't know, it seems like forever, eight, let's say eight minutes, and they're, they're just, you know, they're talking and they're rehearsing and they're sharing a story. Do you, as actors, are they, did they have to memorize that entire thing? I, I well, uh, yeah. I mean, I would say it depends on the format. We also have now we have teleprompters. So, uh, you know, for instance, soap act- actors, they have to learn a whole bunch of words every day. And so they have the teleprompters, but they generally know what they're talking about. And as actors, it's not so much about memorizing words. It's about l- memorizing intentions. Right. So it, it, you know what you're trying to do as the character. And believe it or not. That makes memorizing lines so much easier. Okay. You're not trying to remember words so much. I mean, that it's a long conversation what you bring up here. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really want to get into this time management. What is yeah. the biggest issues here? Like, I could tell you personally, like email, for example, social media. Like, there's a lot of things that seem to take time from us that don't always make us productive like working on a specific product or recording an audio <laughs> to share with our right. audience. These right. things are, there's, there's things that seem to waste our time and there's things that seem to be productive. How do we differentiate and what can we do about it? Well, uh, yeah, you've got to be kind of ruthless, ruthless on your own behalf, right? Uh, you know, I know you talk about people having routines, uh, I have I have routines that I do not check my email before a certain point in the day because I am not inclined to have to be sucked into somebody else's agenda before I know what it is that I need to be doing. Right. Uh, you know, some of my clients, they block their email. Right. Or they have an autoresponder. This is a really good thing to do. Uh, actually, Tim Ferriss of the four hour work week, uh, I stole it from him. You have an autoresponder that says, listen, I check email once a day or maybe once a week. So if it's really important, here's my phone number. Right. You got to train people about how to interact with you. OK, um, because it is like shiny objects. You can't do deep work that way. Yeah, I love that. And I think that we have we have to like it comes a point. I feel like again, I can speak personally. I feel like sometimes you're drowning in these little tasks and it's one message here. or You know, it's a it's a post here and it and there's nothing productive. You could spend your entire day. What, what do they call it? Um, busy tasks. You could, yes. you could pretend you're busy and, and do things unproductive for the entire day or you could focus and do something that, you know, is going to bring you closer to your goals. That's right. And I'm a big fan of, uh, you know, I use a tool called the self journal and actually (laughs) I'm an affiliate. That's how much I, I don't, I know this isn't an infomercial, but basically what I like about that tool is you choose three targets for the day, three targets. It's not about a big, long to-do list, right? Um, and, and the three targets are related to your three big goals, for instance, for a 13-week period. And you see them every day in front of you on every page of that journal. So that, you know, you don't get sucked into all of life's brain farts, which a lot of these emails are, you know. You know that you have to uh, accomplish those three things in a day. Uh, I have a wonderful coach, and she teaches what are you going to do? What are the three things you're going to do before noon that are going to bring in money? 
and you know what's a revenue generating activity and what isn't. Checking email is not a revenue generating activity. <laughs> I've actually I found this Rati, I found this tool. It's called Momentum. Really? And it's it's really cool. It's like a plugin. I use Chrome huh. and you download it and yep. It pulls up on my screen. It has really nice backgrounds. I'm not sure if that, that nice. makes a difference. But it has beautiful backgrounds, these pictures from around the world. Each day it's something new. And oh, yeah. It gives you one main thing to focus on. And then on the side, I try to put less than five. And these, Instead of making a giant to-do list, I don't think to-do lists are great. Right. No. So, I, so I try to make less than five things on the side. You can put these in here so you can tick them off. And every time you open up a new tab or open up your open up a browser, this pops up, like this screen pops up. So you're always reminded of it. And it's really made a big difference for me. That's awesome. And it's wonderful because it, it, it you're visual. So it's a very visual thing. It's grabbing your attention that way and keep you on point. There's another thing uh, called, fo it's, there's an app called Focus at Will for oral people, people who need to inhibit their attention through sound, right? Uh, so it will play certain types of music that, have it's actually been designed so that you can take a little little test in the beginning to figure out what kind of uh, you know uh, oral wallpaper, in other words, you need uh, in order to stay focused. Maybe it's classical music. Maybe it's soft rock. You know, everybody's different. My kid needs to have the TV on to do his homework, right? Just needs some so background noise to focus. You need some background noise, and, and and I know that's so counterintuitive. Uh, I mean, in terms of the, I mean, culturally, it's counterintuitive. We don't, we believe what concentration is a certain thing, but it's different for everyone. So, Rati, when we get into being more productive in time management, it seems like we're always saying, I don't have time. Like, I don't, we deal with it all the time in the right. nutrition and yeah. fitness world. Like, there's no time to prepare meals. I don't have time to work out. And mm -hmm. as we know, everyone has the same amount of time in a day. We all have the same hours, same minutes. Exactly. So how do we get past that? I don't have time for whatever it is we know we should be doing. Well, first, you got to know your priorities, right? What really matters to you and what is going to support those activities, right? Uh, so you're, uh, well, I, I, as my coach puts it, you are upgrading the quality of your activities, Right. Low quality activities yield low quality results. So if you know you have got to eat well in order to uh, feel good and for your brain synapses to fire properly, that is a priority. And, you know, it's interesting how when someone really wants to do something, they find a way to do it. Or if somebody really wants to buy something, they find the money somehow. Well, if you are really in touch with how important, for instance, having control over your food is, you know, uh, I don't have time to cook becomes a non-issue. You figure it out. Maybe you do all your prepping on Sunday. Right. Maybe maybe you uh, you coordinate with someone else uh, to make meals or you do some kind of a meal delivery delivery plan. But you have to be clear, first of all, that it matters to me. It's priority management, not time management. And I think there comes a point where we have to prioritize like 
I don't yeah. see another way about it. There's so many little things going on. And, and I mean, early on in business, I, I didn't have a whole lot of things going on. <laughs> and I yeah. think maybe for parents, maybe when you first got married, you didn't have kids and 15 different activities they had to go to in three days. So if we don't prioritize, we'll just drown in the things that are less important because usually the less important things take a couple seconds out of your day. But if you add up all the couple seconds, your day's gone. It's the small leaks, those little leaks that drain you. That's right. And then, yeah, so we got to do something about it. We have to take action towards it. How can we stay on track? How can we continually be accountable? Like It's easy for me to go for a couple days and be like, okay, I'm not going to check my email till noon. And then after a week goes by, there, there I am. <laughs> I you know, know that's an interesting point because there is a difference between a routine and a habit. What you're talking about is developing a habit. Uh, for instance, when we were little, we didn't want to brush our teeth. Our parents made us do it. Now, uh, for most of us, I believe that not brushing our teeth is anathema. You would not want to go to bed dirty with that crappy feeling in your mouth, right? It's a habit now. So uh, it's all, it's, sometimes it's a good idea to tack something onto a habit, right? Uh, that uh, you want to, that's really just a routine. For instance, not, not, um, actually I'm combining techniques here, but uh, you're not, let's say not checking your email before 12 noon. That's not a habit yet. It's a routine. So uh, you got to build other things on top of the habits. For instance, for me, uh, okay, I'll do my ablutions and brush my teeth, but then I have my gratitudes that I write write down, and then I uh, do my meditation, and I do a little studying, and I do the things that I know are going to ground me, and I look at my calendar. I put all of those priorities first, and then it's 12, before I know it, it's 12 o'clock, and I'm ready for the day, and okay, it's safe to check my email. But it's not going to be a habit right away. Another thing you need to do to make it a habit, I believe, is track it. So then if you have a space, for instance, uh, you, you create a chart and every week you check off how many times you succeeded in holding off on the email till noon, for instance, you make a game. Yeah. You check it off so that you don't get to have that gold star at the end of the week. If you missed a day, for instance, eventually it's not going to feel good to check your email. It's going to feel as bad as not brushing your teeth. Then you know it's a habit. Rati, what's one of the main reasons people come to see you or maybe one of the main, I don't want to say issues, but main concerns that they come in. I know it differs from person to person, but if the first thing that pops to your mind, what's something that would probably help a good number of our listeners right now today? Well, I know what life I want to be living, but I'm not living the life I want. I keep saying I want to do this. I want to write that book. I want to... I want to be a professional musician, but I keep getting sidetracked, right? And instead, I'm, do, I'm in this job that I really hate. I, I just can't seem to get out of this pattern, right? Um, that, th- those sorts of things. Or I can't get past this level professionally. I'm stuck here, right? Because I just, I, I got to worry about my bills, right? People who are very problem focused come to me because I train them to think differently and become solution focused. 
it seems like that those finances, like finances are seem to be the main reason that we don't follow our goals or dreams in our life. Like we're worried that we don't have that secure income or we're worried that our new passion won't be able to cover our means. Sure. And like it's it's so like debilitating and it, I hear it all the time like this is what I want to do. If I could leave my job, I hate my job. What? Do, how do you coach that? What do you tell you've them? You've got to reframe it. You've got to reframe it. The fact is, you don't want to put pressure on making a, a pressure to make a living on your passion right away, right? So if you are in this, what you feel like, oh, if only I didn't have this this day this job that I hate, uh, ah, 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 you've got to reframe it. No, that job needs to become a patron of your art. The thing that will allow you to build your, uh, you know, to build your career, right? And then you learn to, you then little by little, you move away from the career. You start making do, making money doing what you love. Now, it takes some doing. It takes totally changing your outlook on life and your approach to things, but People do it all the time. It can be done. It has to do with the stories you're telling yourself. Yeah, and I think it has to do with making that decision. Like commit to a decision and move forward. Hell yeah. And you also have to learn resilience. Instead of using things that get in your way as proof you can't do it. You know, like you. I just love the fact that you were passionate about baseball and what it became, it sounds like to me, from what I know about you, is a setup for really, really, you know, you recognized your weaknesses and then you made it your business to uh, become strong in those areas, right? It was a setup for something bigger. And that's, you know, anything life hands you, it has its p- the potential to be that for you. Right. People get attached to the how they get attached to how something has to come about. You know, you don't you, you don't have control over that. Mm-hmm. You, you do. Have, right. And the thing like you're, you're mentioning there with my background, like those things in I think in most of our areas of lives, the things that we've been through and the things that we've gone through, they prepare us for other right. areas of our lives. So I think if we could trust ourselves and say, I've, I've done this, I've been doing this for years, I can tra- transition to something I'm more passionate about, something that I love, and turn that into a success as well. That is absolutely true. And it takes ruthless self-honesty. You have to really be honest with yourself about your tolerations, which is a very, you know, that's very typical coachy jargon, tolerations. But many times we're not doing what we want because we're tolerating things, right, that uh, are e- make it easier for us to tolerate, right? Like, uh, well, I don't know, uh, for instance, uh, not making enough money, all right, or, or a relationship that's toxic, Uh the fact is, we're where we want to be and doing the best we can, but as, as human animals, we want to stay safe. We don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> right? So unconsciously, we're keeping ourselves safe, but it's a false safety. You have to step into something scary to let go of, to, to let go of those old habits that limit you. 
We're not talking about real specifics right here. <laughs> but I mean, uh, I, I hope you get that. I don't know. This story keeps coming up in my head of this thing that that happened to me recently that that demonstrates I used to be a real rageaholic. OK, uh, really bad impulse com- control around rage. And I was in Atlanta this past weekend. There's this beautiful restaurant called The Sundial. Uh, uh, you know, I had some time to kill before a flight. I was told the night before, oh, you don't need a reservation. I went up there. Lo and behold, you need a reservation. I was there by myself. I look around, hundreds of empty tables, right? Now, in the past, I would have gotten very confrontational about all this. And it would not have worked. I would have been, it would not have worked. Let's leave it. The gentleman was very sweet. And he goes, well, no, you should have. So I left and I was really disappointed because I wasn't sure what to do with myself. And then the thought hit me, oh, go to open table and make a reservation. So I made a reservation for that minute. And I went, <laughs> and I went back up, whatever it was, the 50,000 flights. And I showed up in his face 10 minutes, five minutes later and said, I have a reservation for what? <laughs> and now if it were me, I would have given my, I would have given the customer a high five. He was not amused. <laughs> he didn't like that? He didn't like it. He probably felt a little ashamed. I don't know. But I, he had to seat me. And because I didn't flip out and I played their little game, I got to have this amazing view of the city of Atlanta and this, this delicious five-star luncheons. But if I had felt like a victim and, oh, I was lied to and I don't have a reservation, now I can't eat here. And uh, I would have gotten into that rumination, into the, that thinking. I would not have been able to come up with my solution. We do this all the time. Yeah, and those negative thoughts just, just take over. And they, they yes. consume us. And if you don't have that, that positive mindset that you need to move forward or to find your dream that you're searching for, then you just focus on the things that everyone's against me. Nothing's going to work out for me. That's so. right. And you got to exercise birth control of thoughts, baby, when it comes to those thoughts, because they are blocking out the inspiration and the great ideas. And also they're blocking out you know, the, the, the old story about the guy who was, uh, there was a flood and he turned down the boat because God was going to save him and he turned down the helicopter and then he drowns and God says, well, you know, he, he said, why didn't you save me? And God says, well, I tried. I sent you a boat. I sent you a helicopter, right? <laughs> if, you're, if you're not paying attention and you're paying attention to the terrible voices in your head, you miss what's right out there ready to lend you a hand. So you do not have the luxury of negativity if you want to build a great life. It's a luxury you cannot afford. Rati, tell me more about your um, website or any products or services. If our listeners, which I'm sure they're going to love sure. this interview, how do they find out more details about yourself? Oh, you go to Creative Calling Coaching, one word, creativecallingcoaching.com. And uh, there'll be a little pop up there. And if you subscribe to my newsletter, I will send you a wonderful little pattern disruptor that I call my resilience remedy. It is an acronym of the word prevail. I'll give you the first two letters. P is for potential is about the future. And R is regret is about the past. That's the first two. But you carry that around in your pocket. You print it out. You read through it. If you start getting down on yourself or start feeling negative 
and it will shift your thinking. So I highly recommend going and subscribing to that. Uh, and uh, you can also write me through my website and, you know, we can have a free conversation about, you know, what's stopping you. I would love that. I, I, I just, you know, I get to love people for a living. It's awesome. <laughs> and it really is. I mean, really, I would never have thought, you know, you don't sit up as a baby in your crib going, I'm going to be a life coach. No, but this is what I've always wanted. I wanted to be heard and I wanted to make people feel good. And I wanted, I get to love people for a living. Isn't it great? <laughs> it's, it's beautiful. It sounds like without question, you love doing it. So thank you so much for coming on and sharing your expertise with us, your time with us and these tips and suggestions. They certainly helped me out. So thank you so much. Oh, that's great. You're welcome. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and sticking around till the end. I told you that was a great interview. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you got something out of it. Ratib was an absolute pleasure. We talked about getting together in person. I love those connections. I love building these relationships. I think they're so important in life in general to connect with people that can help you out and move you further and, and just enjoy one, one another's company. So continue to look for those people in your lives because they're only going to raise you up. They're only going to make you a better individual, which I think we're all working towards. More details are going up on exploringmindandbody.com. So if you ever miss a show, you can always go back and check out the shows there. We also have a free app you can download on any Apple device. So head over to the iTunes store, download the show, and take it with you wherever you go. We also have more details at trueformlife.com. This is our main membership. We put up new recipes each week. We put up meal plans, recipes, grocery shopping lists. We have at-home workouts. We put this all this information together in a monthly membership exclusively, exclusively for Exploring Mind and Body listeners. If you want to access to that for the first month, it's only a dollar. So there's no obligation. You don't have to stick around for a year like those gym memberships. <laughs> you can come in and check it out if you think it's for you awesome we'd love to work with you and if not we'll help you find something that is and that's pretty much all i got once again thank you so much for being here that's it that's all i got i'm out of here as always i'm your host drew tadia in health and fitness for a better world thanks for listening you've been listening to exploring mind and body with true form life's drew tadia fitness expert to find out more about the show drew tadia or to listen to past shows visit exploringmindandbody.com